Hey, question. Are you tired? <laughs> Do you always endeavour to give your students 100%? Do you ever make a hot drink at school and then come back and find it cold two hours later? <laughs> Are you feeling like there's barely any enough time for you? Yeah, you're definitely not alone. As teachers, we are natural givers. We give so much of ourselves, though, that eventually we snap. That might come out in anxiety, sickness, breakdowns. These are all signs of our body saying we've pushed things too far and we need to stop and look after ourselves. Well, today's episode, we're talking all about self-care for us teachers. I'm going to share with you some of my top tips for how I achieve well-being to ensure that we can continue to teach on, teach strong every day and be the best teacher we can be. So if you're new here, welcome. My name's Katie. I'm a full-time teacher from London and I'm very passionate about helping us teachers with our personal development and making sure that we've got the right skills and characteristics to be able to handle this really challenging job. So today is episode 51 and today's topic is all about teacher well-being. Very important one. So let's get straight into my tips for you. Okay, number one is all about setting boundaries. And don't be afraid to say no. What I found (laughs) is senior leaders and other colleagues will try and persuade you that this thing that they've asked you to do is something that will look good on your resume. But you know what? Forget all that. If you think this thing, whatever it is, is too much for you and you don't want to take it on, politely decline. You owe that to yourself. The worst thing is to say you will do it and then go back on your word. I mean, that's just bad form. And if you've ever done that, you'll know how crappy that feels. So you need to have the self-awareness and self-confidence to just say no. We need to be really selective with what we give our time to. I mean, time's precious. As I always say to my students, We cannot make more of this time, so we need to spend what we have wisely. Time is anything that we can spend but cannot earn. It's one of my favorite riddles. And it's very true. So by saying yes to all these things, we're trying to make everyone else happy. But honestly, I think people wouldn't even care if you said, I'm afraid I can't. You don't need to explain why. You're just setting that boundary. And people respect that. So be really careful about what you take on that's extra. Number two. Make time for something that you enjoy every day. So think about what makes you happy and helps you switch off your teacher brain. Is it reading, yoga, walking your dog, playing with your kids, having a hot bubble bath, getting a massage, watching a movie? Um, Ideally, you want these things to be healthy. So I wouldn't suggest adding, like, stuffing my face with cakes or downing a bottle of wine, even though they might work too. The idea is you want to be happy in the long run as well as the short term. So choose something that's good for your mind, body and soul for now as well as all your tomorrows. And I know what some of you are saying. I don't have time. My response to that is, hold on, you have time to take a shower and eat, don't you? Why? Because those things are important and non-negotiable. Because you've decided that they are. All you need to do is apply this same mentality to your fun time activities. Block them out in your calendar if you have to, but definitely make time for them. These activities and the downtime is really fundamental to your mental health, so make them a priority. 
just like you would eating or sleeping. It's one of my favourite comebacks for my students whenever they say they haven't done their homework. And they say, I didn't have time. I normally come back with, hmm, do you play any computer games by any chance during this week? And they normally go quiet. I'm like, yeah, you see, you have time. You just choose to spend it in a different way. So really be, really evaluate your situation and be honest with yourself. Can you make time and actually do it? Right, number three, try and do as much at school as you can to allow you to enjoy being at home more often. Now, I know we all have varying workloads and some of us really do have our days booked up by the minute at school, leaving very little for extra work, like all the marking and lesson planning. But I think we need to get creative with what we do have. The culture of working until we fall asleep, you know, pen in hand, face dribbling on students' book is not okay and it will not make us better teacher in the long run. We'll burn out if we go on like that, 100%. And this is why we lose 80% of our teaching staff within the first five years of their career. That kind of working is not sustainable or healthy. So get creative with the time that you do have and start prioritising tasks in order of importance, not by which one is quicker or easier. That's a really important point. I want to make sure you get that. So I'll say that again. We need to start prioritizing tasks in order of importance, not by which one is quicker or easier. So yes, it's tempting to put cute labels on our rainbow drawers and yes, we'd feel productive if we did that, but will prioritizing that activity mean we'll have less to do at home? No, probably not. Honestly, things like that is a luxury. We feel good. We're psychologically messing with our own heads and we're not doing ourselves any justice when we do this because we feel like we're productive. We're like, oh, look, I organised all that. Look, that looks really pretty. Oh, look, I've done that, labelled that. Yay, productive, woohoo. But actually, you go home and you're like, actually, I've still got all this stuff to do, all this pile of books to mark. Oh, I've still got to plan that lesson and this lesson and got this observation coming up. And although you feel productive, you haven't actually got yourself into a position where you are on top of everything. So we really need to be careful about prioritising what is important, not what's quick or easy. I know it's tempting to start with the easy things first so you feel like you get into the groove. But honestly, I try not to do that because in the long run, you're not helping yourself. So instead of doing all these quick and easy things that make you feel like you're being productive, I would tackle the things that you know are important and are absolutely necessary. So what you could do instead in that time is mark your books or create resources for a lesson. Okay, these are the main things that we often end up taking home. So do them at school wherever possible. Look for any pockets of time where you can be productive. I'll give you an example. Like many of you might... I absolutely despise break duty. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just feel it's such an unproductive 20 minutes of my day. Although I do try and be grateful for the fresh air and daylight that I really get during the school day. <laughs> but um, what I've started doing in this time is I've started making notes for my lesson plans. And it's awesome. What I do is I take a notepad outside with me. And while I'm, you know, watching the kids, I'm making sure I'm doing my job. I'll then jot down some ideas for a lesson. And what's hilarious, because I teach teenagers as well, the kids get a bit paranoid and they think that I'm writing things about them. So they get all paranoid and the behaviour is like really good because they think I'm like monitoring what they're doing. 
Ah, tricks of the teacher trade. We've got to get a kick somehow, haven't we? Which brings me on to point four. And point four is have a laugh. Goodness me, there are so many times in my day as a teacher where I do just stop and I go, wow, I'm having a really great time. And I bet if you stopped and actually noticed the fun times, you would do this too. I just stop and appreciate how lucky I am that I can laugh and mess about like this in my job. I doubt many other places of work would let you get away with randomly doing a boogie in the corner of your room, which is even funnier when you realise no one even noticed that you're doing it, or running up to people with a microphone and asking them about what they're doing today or running past your colleague's room and playfully sticking your tongue out in their door. (laughs) Can you imagine doing that in a corporate office job? So yes, okay, I'm very young at heart and I do make sure I do things that make me and my students and colleagues laugh and enjoy ourselves as much as possible. Now I know we all have different personalities, so if the thought of doing things like that terrifies you and it's so not your style, that's cool, no problem, but there are other ways to have fun. And I would just make sure that when you are having a good time, just stop and acknowledge this and go, oh, this is actually really cool. You can't do this another job. Working with kids is hilarious. It's so much fun. The banter is brilliant. And these moments of just joy and laughter will do wonders for your well-being. And I think we just need to make sure we're taking a moment to stop and appreciate these times. Well, that's Almost everything. Before I wrap up and summarise and leave you with some final thoughts, I just want to say thank you for listening and please do share this podcast if you're finding it valuable. I'm hearing from a lot of you already. Thank you for your wonderful comments and your emails and the reviews that people have left so far. I'm really pleased to know that this is helping you and that we can go through this teaching journey together. So if you are enjoying this, you are finding it valuable, please share it with a friend, bring along a colleague. We're trying to make a movement here. We want to all be one supportive family and go through this together because it is really hard and not everyone really understands what it's like for us. And even former teachers, I think, can easily forget how challenging it is and how difficult this job is. So the more teachers we have grouped together, I think the better that we'll be. Also, if you want to leave a review of your comments, that'd be great. I am currently running a review competition to win some of my teaching resources, clip arts. So drop me a review and I will pick a winner soon. All right, so let's wrap up and um, give you some homework <laughs> to do this week. Right, remember, okay, yes, we want to be awesome teachers. All right, we can all say that we came into this profession because we want to make a difference and inspire the next generation for as long as we can. Now, the number of teachers leaving the classroom is growing at an alarming rate. And I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that no one ever supports us with our personal development, like things like mindset, right? I mean, when have we ever had a, a PD on this at school? No one really talks about it. So what often happens is we get overwhelmed, overworked, anxious, and then suddenly people start thinking, well, teaching isn't for me then, because they're feeling all these things, and they think, oh, I shouldn't be feeling this, therefore there's something wrong with me, and they leave. I mean, the UK, I don't know what it is in other countries, but in the UK, it's 80% leave within the first five years. I am just not okay with that figure. I just think that is appalling. That's appalling. And that's why I've created this podcast. I really want to help teachers with that 
that 80% of success that all comes from mindset and personal development. And because no one really talks about this, people are alone in thinking that teaching must not be for them and therefore they quit. Well, one no secret. We all feel that way. All of us. I don't know a single teacher who doesn't have these same thoughts or contemplates quitting. I, I have had a very hard week myself, to be honest with you, and these thoughts do pop into my head. Sometimes I think, oh God, is this even worth it? It's so hard. And then I get back into my mindset. I'm like, nope, I have come this far. It's just a bump in the road. This happens. Teaching journey is never going to be smooth. Nothing in life is. And we get over it. And each time you just keep going forward. And the difference with people who give up and people who don't is choice. Either you choose to give up or you choose not to. It's as simple as that. And if you're waiting for it to get easier, you'll be waiting a lifetime. (laughs) What we do is too important for it to be so easy that anyone can do it. The key is we need to be working on ourselves too and improving our own mindset and our own resilience because our kids need us. They need us to stick with it. They need us to stay strong. But in order for us to be in this for the long haul, we have to make sure we're looking after ourselves. So let's summarize what we've covered today and here's your homework that you can do to help improve your own well-being. All right, so number one was set boundaries. Don't be afraid to say no. It's okay because when you say no to something, you're saying yes to you and that's always a good thing. Number two, make time for something you enjoy every day. Put it in your calendar, make it a priority. Number three, Prioritize your tasks done at school by importance and not by what's quickest or easiest. Make choices that are going to benefit you in the long run. Number four, have a laugh while you're at school. You have one of the greatest, funnest jobs ever. Although it is hard work, it can be so much fun if you just stop and notice it. All right, so next time you're finding yourself laughing which I can pretty much guarantee will happen at least some point each day. Take a moment to just stop and acknowledge that feeling and just feel grateful that you've got a job where you can laugh and have a good time. And finally, I just want to say, you're doing an incredible job. You are. And if no one's told you this, I want to tell you. You're hardworking, you're fun, passionate, caring, and your students and future students who may not even be born yet need you. So continue to take care of your own well-being so that you can teach on and teach strong for a long time to come.